Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Welcome again to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. <clears throat> this is going to be a devotional uh, from Luke 18.1. And it occurs to me, well, we've talked before about how I sometimes struggle with being depressed and, and depression. <clears throat> and in the very depth of that, uh, at one point in time in my life, uh, I was uh, wondering what I had that the world doesn't have and how to address that. When we talk to people about Christ and about <clears throat> being Christians and the glories of Christ, one of the things that that inevitably comes up is from their perspective is why. And as they begin to understand, obviously, their own sin and God's calling on their life, uh, that's one thing. Uh, and But part of that is what do we have, because very often the world treats uh, Christianity like another philosophy or uh, another um, religion as opposed to a relationship with Christ. And so one, uh, some of what they ask of us is, what, what do you have that I don't have? And although uh, salvation is obviously the ultimate answer, um, it does come up from time to time is, is okay okay what do you what do you have in Christ that makes life different or what do you have in Christ that makes life better and one of the things that's true is uh, discouragement is a universal part of human experience we all get discouraged some of us for short periods of time others for longer periods of time and it's usually through circumstances uh, but it can just happen in the a flow of life and, and what's going on in our lives and what's happening around us. And we do get discouraged. And, and again, that's a human uh, experience that we, we all know. Uh, and I wonder sometimes to myself, what do people without Christ do? How do they cope? And, and we know that there is a measure of um, uh life force, if you if you will, that part of our being that keeps us going, that moves us from day to day. And sometimes we hope in things that may or may not be hopeful. Uh, there, there are some people who don't know who Jesus is, don't have Christ, don't have that relationship with him, but hope that the next life is going to be better than this. There are many people, oddly enough, who hope that the next life is going to be a nothingness, that they, they will leave this, this life and they will go to uh, 
um, to oblivion, if you will, and not know anything and not uh, be able to feel anything and therefore not be, not have any kind of um, pain or sorrow uh, in life. No consequence for what they've done either. Uh, then there are people who hope in reincarnation. They hope to be better in the next life than they are in this life. And so there are things that the world has to hope in, and but most of the time they're fruitless. And if you would think about them uh, for an extended period of time in this life right now, they don't have very much hope. And in fact, it was um, actually Henry David Thoreau who uh, was quoted uh, well, who said this in one of his writings, the mass of men leave, lead lives of quiet desperation. And um, and they do. And to be pointed, most men, uh, you know, you can count the rich, and even in the United States, we're counted as rich in the world. And we know what kind of despair there is in our country. And uh, we know the suicide rate has gone up and that there are people in despair and people in the world would look to the United States. Most of the world would look to the United States and say, boy, if I only had that, then life would be good. I wouldn't have any problems. But the issue obviously is a spiritual one. It's from our nature. And those things aren't always a great comfort to us. But as we come to, so not but, but so as we come to uh, Luke 18.1, again, reading in the New American Standard, it's talking about Jesus. And he says, now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart. And we looked uh actually the last uh, episode, episode five, part two, on the fact that he goes on then to to talk about the woman and the unrighteous judge. And the point of that parable is not the unrighteous judge, but the woman who keeps persevering in prayer, and then her prayer is answered. And we do have that as our hope. And so we do have access to the God of the universe, to our Savior, when we have those times that are really frustrating for us. And really have uh, really make it a hard time for us. We have access to God because we have that relationship, and we have access to God uh, in prayer. And there's a couple of uh, psalms that I just want to touch base. Psalm ninety-one two says, "I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust." So we have a refuge in those times of despair and those times of of worry. Or doubt, we have that refuge, and we can hide. A refuge is a place to hide. It's a place to go to safety. Uh, refuge cities, even in the Old Testament, were cities that if you were accused of crime, typically murder, uh, you could flee there and be safe from anybody taking uh, revenge on you until uh, the case was adjudicated or until the, the high priest died, and then you could go on your way, but you are safe in that city of refuge. So we have God as our refuge. <clears throat> and then one of my favorite, uh, Psalm 46, 1, which is just a, a wonderful passage for us, wonderful verse for us. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. So when we see 
when we have that despair, we're, when we're in that place where we're worried or um, even in a, in a place where we should be uh, in despair, where it's, it's, everything looks against us, uh, like it's against us. And some things are against us. There are things in life, and uh, especially the enemy of our soul uh, can be against us as well. Uh, we do have, though, a refuge and a strength and a very present help in time of trouble. And so that's what we rely on. And our access to that very present help is prayer. Prayer is how we get um, to God's heart and mind and soul, if you will. And then we know that he is there for us. And it's a wonderful thing. So as we move on in the in the devotional, uh, again, Luke 18, 1, now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart, that we all know that part of life, just part of life is um, uh, fear and sorrow. Those are universal. And part of our, uh, a major part, a major aspect of our abundant life is the hope and the joy and the peace that we have in Christ. But we all get to that point where we long for escape, where we want to to run away, um, to get away. And very often, well, and without Christ, actually, there's no way of eluding our troubles. Um, that There's sorrow in the world. There's um, uh, sin in the world and there's sorrow over your sin and there's being trapped in your sin. And one of the things that, that I pray for when I pray for people who aren't saved, especially if they're in excessive sin, they're trapped by that as well. Just like we were trapped when we were, uh, before we were saved, they can't help but do their sin. And many of them are miserable in their sin. And so it's really with compassion that we pray for the salvation of others because they're, they're, they're in that spot that we're talking about where there's no escape, there's nowhere to go. But we all have that, that feeling. <clears throat> and in fact, in uh, Psalm 55, 5 through 8, David says, Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Behold, I would wander far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hasten to my place of refuge from the stormy wind and tempest. And and that is one of those universal um, circumstances that everyone finds himself in. And they, and they would love to fly away. <clears throat> Before I really had paid attention to this psalm, uh, or, or God had helped me see this psalm in a meaningful way, I found myself in a particular trial. This is, we mentioned this again in the podcast before preceding this one, but I found myself in uh, Los Angeles and it was frustrating and it wasn't um, anything that I had hoped it would be or thought it would be. And <clears throat> I had to work uh, while I was um, in between assignments uh, for the bakery that I'd gone over there to work, work for, um, I had to work temporary jobs. And it was only, I believe, three twenty-five an hour then. It was minimum wage. And and um, so I got my check, and with part of it, I filled up my tank with gas. And I thought at the time, boy, we could take this money, 
my wife and I, we could fill up the tank and we could drive and we could just drive. We could drive away from here. And then we could, we had enough uh, gas and money to get to another, the next major city. And then I thought, oh, then I could get a temporary job. I could work a couple of weeks. You know, we could figure out a place to stay work a couple weeks or a month and then again have enough money to fill up my gas tank and and drive away and I actually started making a plan I started envisioning in my mind a plan and saw myself just driving uh, west east sorry what east from with no particular place to go no particular meaning not to quote the song necessarily but just nowhere to go but just to escape and drive away and I actually envisioned um, us driving across the country through Texas and and heading toward the east coast and then in my mind's eye when I got to the east coast I thought to myself what now I'm at the East Coast, so what? And in that moment, it was just kind of a revelation that whatever God was doing in my life right now on the West Coast, he would be doing it on the East Coast. His purposes would be done. He needed to do what he needs to do in our lives to change us and make us more Christ-like. But no matter how I got there, uh, or no, ma- no matter where I went, there would be God waiting to to finish that process and so obviously running away is not uh was not an answer but we've all felt like that right if we could just wander far away we would lodge in the wilderness and we could rest we would be there resting uh but we we don't have that again to have that option or escape but the beautiful part about being a christian is we have access to god we've talked about that before we have access to prayer we have access to god and so we could then also echo david in Psalm 55, 16 through 18, where he says, As for me, I shall call upon God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I will complain and murmur, and he will hear my voice. He will redeem my soul in peace from the battle which is against me. For they are many who strive with me. And that's such a beautiful passage because we know we have that access. We have the ability to go before God. We know that he will hear us even when we're complaining, even when we're sad, even when we're sorrowful. He heals us. And we are able to come. What I love about this verse, this passage in uh, 16 through 18, is that we have perfect freedom in Christ to call upon him. That's what it says. And then also to complain and murmur. And obviously, if it's done in faith, uh, that can be maybe a fine line to watch, but we have that ability. But the thing I, th- I love best about that passage and that uh, spot <clears throat> is when he says, um, he will hear my voice. He will redeem my soul in peace from the battle which is against me. And so even if the circumstances, the physical circumstances don't change, we know he redeems our souls. He brings that peace to our soul, that joy to our soul. And and then we can also echo uh, the psalmist in Psalm uh, 43, verse 5, and where he says, Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him the help of my countenance and my God. And so as you, 
if you are going through any kind of despair, any kind of sadness, or any kind of sorrow, always remember you have access to God, and we can come into his presence and pour our hearts out before him and know that he's listening and know in our souls that he's healing our souls, he's working on our souls, and he's given us the grace to have that abundant life even in that sorrow. And so when you come to Psalm, uh, Luke 18, 1, uh, again, where he was teaching them to pray and not faint, sometimes that's our only options. We have prayer or we have giving up, losing heart in the New American Standard. So don't lose heart. Let's go to God in prayer and trust him that he knows and he will answer us. Thank you again for listening to this devotional. Um, Remember we have access. Remember we have that hope. And until the next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, make it a godly, fun-filled day.